My name is Isaac Krakoka. And I'm Matthew Robinson. Matt and I created the UChicago Sports Podcast as a way to expose our students to the various successful athletic programs here on campus. And with the weekly installment, we will highlight teams across each season and highlight their individual success. Most importantly, we won the UAA conference again, so for the fourth straight season. Um, and we were the first team to ever do it without losing a game, tying a game, or conceding a goal. So, As we continue, it's like, I think we can win a national championship this year. Um, we're all like hands and knees on the field looking for it. <laughs> we did find a tooth. It wasn't Scott's. It was somebody else's tooth. I put it in my mouth. <laughs> Welcome back to student section. It is... Thanksgiving break, and as always, I'm Isaac. Matthew Robinson. Uh, my name is Pat Flynn. I'm the men's soccer head coach at UChicago. And I'm Scott Lick. I'm a junior at the University of Chicago. So, guys, looking back on this season, you know, what were some what were some highlights? Uh, and if you could summarize it in just a just a couple minutes, what would you say was the best part about the season? You know, what went well, stuff like that. Uh, yeah, I mean, during the season, I try my best to, like, uh, resist trying to, like, quantify it, see how well things are going, how well it's going, like, relative to expectation, uh, but we did finish our season, not this weekend, but last weekend, so, right. you know, basically a week ago. Um, it was awesome. The season was, was a massive success. Um, we graduated, like, without a doubt the best group of seniors coming into this year um, and then beyond that like our, the guys that should be seniors on the team this year uh, we lost a number of those guys and some of them are really good players um, so amongst all the players that didn't come back from last year and, and beyond that the year before when the team was really successful uh, there were four guys that have been All-Americans um, three that have been Conference Player of the Year uh, three that have been conference rookie of the year uh, the guy that was supposed to be our captain this fall towards ACL in the spring um, so if I'm being like totally honest I think coming into the year I thought we might be like pretty bad you, you had know? a lot of moving parts yeah for sure and like relative to where the team's been at the last few years um, I think that can be a really difficult situation for players and for a team as a whole to manage just when expectations are really high maybe because of recent results and the team has turnover you know whether it's because of injury graduation combination of the both you have high expectation a lot of pressure everybody's out to get us um, but you don't necessarily have the experience the talent all of those things that it takes to deal with those pressures um, so I, th I thought there was a good chance this would be like a big step back for us um, but it wasn't. I mean, we only lost two games. One of those was in the NCAA tournament. The other one was to Calvin, who's going to the Final Four. Um, and we were right there in both of those games. Like, I would say throughout the entire season, like, we weren't out, we weren't outplayed by anybody. Mm -hmm. um, and most importantly, we won the UAA conference again, so for the fourth straight season. Um, and we were the first team to ever do it without losing a game, tying a game, or conceding a goal. So... Yeah, in reflecting on it, um, it was it was a, a big time success, and relative to expectations, we we, we exceed or the team exceeded them. Yeah, um, definitely. Like everything that Pat said is really really relevant. Um, to add on to that, when like Pat came in, he was really focused on getting us to play a certain style. Like it wasn't about the result; it was about playing good soccer. 
And I think more than anything, we accomplished that at the end of the year. Um, like watch if you watched the first half of the last game, it was it, it was the most fun soccer I've played because we were so dominant. Um, and I think that was really exciting. And although we had so much turnover on the team, it was really awesome to have the young guys step up. I mean, we had the rookie of the year. We had a first year make all conference, which I haven't seen. Um, and on top of that, just like the way the team has meshed together, the, we're, we're so close compared to the years that I've been here. It, it's been really, honestly, great. So, yeah. Um, I, you know, what was some of the goals that you had in particular um, for this year? Yeah, I mean, as Pat said, like, when, you, when we took a step back from it, after we had a number of guys drop out or due to injury or other reasons, um, and then turnover from the senior class, we wanted to be as optimistic as possible, honestly. Like, we, we obviously went to the Final Four the last two years, um, and that's what we wanted, you know, nothing else in our mind. Like, we, we couldn't see any other reality. But at the same time, like, there's always those thoughts in the back of your mind that it's like, well, maybe it's not going to happen this year because we have so many new guys coming in. We are lacking a lot of, like, senior guys. Um, but our I think our goal was to win the UAA to start out with. I mean, the goal to start out with was just to, like, raise the level um ask it like continue to raise the level you know um which continue i think to be like competitive yeah um, you know and keep getting better yeah yeah and and yeah push ourselves you know like we're not really like basing ourselves off of the competition it's what what can we do each day to make ourselves better on the, within the team you know at practice at training mm-hmm. it, in preseason we get here a month early so it's all internal um and then at the end of the day we wanted to win the uaa i mean i think the goal was never to like shut out the I mean the goal is always to do the best but like I don't think that was in the back of our minds like can we shut it out like, we got two or three shutouts it's like all right well let's be the first team to shut shut them out and then as we continued it's like I think we can win a national championship this year um obviously that came to an end early but I'm I think that out of all the teams I've been on which we had probably the best class like Pat said um ever come through here this team has the best shot of winning a national championship next year so Looking back, you had talked about the success you had on the field. What do you think, you know, contributed to that aside from, you know, forming a culture on the field? What did you do as a coach to prepare your guys to have such a strong defense in uh, UAA competition and otherwise to only lose, you know, these two games, one of them being in tournament, only one regular season loss to a nationally competitive Calvin team? What did you do to prepare your guys so well for these, uh, these games? Uh, yeah, I mean, without some of the, especially, like, attacking individual talent, we had this kid named Max Lopez who graduated with, like, a million goals. He scored you know, <laughs> m- most goals ever by a player at UChicago. Another guy, uh, Matt Coe, like, led the, set a record for most assists ever. So, like, Losing a team, lot of offense. Yeah, 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 yeah. So the team was always going to, it wasn't like the approach this year was like, well, we lost all our goals, so let's just keep everyone from scoring. But um, I guess my style is always like, I just want to keep, I, I want to have control of the soccer game. Like, that's the objective. Soccer is like a very difficult sport to control. You can lose games that you dominate. You can lose games to teams that are not nearly as good as you are. Um, you're using your feet, you know, like it's hard to have control of the yeah. game. So. Um, when I like think about how do you control the game, you have to have good possession of the ball, but you also have to be like really organized and relentless with how you press the other team. Um, and so I think it, like thinking about defending as like who's your goalkeeper, who are your 
center backs, who are your defenders, is like such a uh, so opposite the way I look at it. And like we we defend from the front back, um, and so I guess if there's an influence that I've had on the group is just that like your contributions de- defensively are like a total prerequisite to getting on the field. So whether you play as a center forward, a center back, like you got to contribute to how we defend and how we press the other team. Um, and like credit to the team, I think they really bought into it and started to like really value guys on the team that were bringing a lot of like defensive quality that isn't ever quantified by statistics. Yeah, I mean to add on to that, it as Pat said, like it goes from the front to the back, and I think the thing that the team really embodied this year was our work rate. Guys on the field just worked harder than the guy they were matched up with, or the system we were playing just. I mean, we played a lot of different systems, and those Pat did a really good job of always matching up the system that best countered the system we would be playing. You right. know, they do a lot of work before the game to figure out what the other team's going to be playing. Mm-hmm. And I think their work on that front in terms of countering it, and then our guys on the field executing, executing that and working really hard on the field contributed a lot. Um, Coach, I, I know that this is your technically your first year with uh, East Chicago um, or the soccer team, I guess. What is it that, what philosophy did you have coming in? I know just from answering with, you know, attacking, but um, did you have any struggle right away with, you know, you know, with the philosophy of attacking right away or was there anything that, you know, you had challenge with or was the guy pretty much, as soon as you got here, they were just, you know, ready to go? Uh, I think there was a lot of excitement like when I got here because I was an assistant here for three years so I either knew the guys on the team or like knew guys that they knew really well you know um, and I had such I had a really positive experience as an assistant so I think it was like mostly positive coming in um, but I'm also like I'm, I'm very good friends with the last head coach but him and I are like very different just in terms of like our approach and personalities and the way we execute um, so I don't think there was any like specific pushback against like the big picture, but when you're trying to change things, when practice is a little different than what it used to be, when my tone is maybe a little bit different than what they're used to, there are certainly like a bunch of small little uh, obstacles or you know speed bumps to kind of navigate around. Like okay, so Scott is our is going to be a cap. He was a captain this year. He's going to be a captain next year. He's defensive player of the year. I would argue he's, he's one of, if not the best players in our league and in Division Three. Um, he's stubborn as a mule. Like him and I, him and I, he's like a great example of like um, just just kind of that that it's very typical, but just resistance early on. You know, like are we going to change how we did this? Um, am I going to be able to? Uh, like influence the leader into keeping things how they were like I kind of like the status quo it's kind of comfortable like it kind of works for me um and so Scott wasn't the only guy but um he's just a great example because he's he's like one of the most influential guys within the team and I think it was good and very healthy for the team to see that I was willing to confront his stubbornness that he was willing to um make little adjustments to evolve to change even though he'd been really successful as a player um and yeah no so i think there was just like infinite amounts of like little little things but nothing massive i didn't think like coming in that was like that hard to navigate okay and scott you know what is what are some of the things that you noticed since your first time in your freshman year to now yeah 
I mean, um, just to kind of talk about the question before, I think they both overlap pretty well. Mm-hmm. Um, like, as, the, the team was very different the years before. You know, we had these guys that were the best players in D3 and also the best attacking players in D3. So, like, our defense was really good, but if you score three or four goals a game, it's going to be pretty hard to beat a team. Um, so I think that it was easy to get kind of complacent on the like on and off the field like yeah. we still went hard in training everybody did everything that was like asked of them but it was really easy to rely on those guys like, you didn't have the mentality of like let's shut out the UAA yeah the I mean it, I think it was just to. a little bit less like this is do or die because we <laughs> knew those guys were going to come through in the end right. I think that came to bite us in the butt right. um, in the final four when we were like our, our center forward got like injured Matt Max Lopez got injured in, a little bit and then we just couldn't find the goals, you know. We were waiting for those guys to score, and in the end, it, it didn't come. Um, whereas, like, so then when when Pat came over, we had obviously lost a lot of those guys, and it would have been if he didn't confront the team the way that he did, it would have been really easy for our mentality to kind of stay where it was at and go to training, do all the stuff that you like, kind of think is required, and let the good players kind of stay where they were at, and like be be in that that same place but at some point that you just say you stay stagnant you know yeah. um and so when he came in and really like pushed the best players that just trickles down to like the whole team you know um so i mean yeah it was a great season and and sp- i think spring season was really cuz he came in in the spring that's where we really started to make the changes you know like same thing with our off season like our off season kind of just turns into this like fun kind of complacent thing and now we realize that like it needs to be something else you know like it's not just gonna fall in your lap so um before we kind of switch over to talking about what it means for you to be an athlete uh, at the university and what it means for you to be a head coach at the university uh this is one of my favorite questions that i like to ask uh ask you guys um when you guys are traveling uh away games tournaments stuff like that you obviously have some bonding time before games. What are some of the funniest stories um, from when you're traveling, either getting ready for a game in a hotel room uh, in a different city uh, at the tournament, anything like that? What are some fun <laughs> stories that you can share? Oh, goodness. <laughs> um, that, that, I feel like that's one i got to be prepared for, you know? Like, when you're locked in a hotel for three days with 25 guys, a lot of fun stuff happens, you know, like... At the same time, we do a lot of work. Probably one of my, not my favorite story, my least favorite story is me and Isaiah this year up till 4 a.m. before a game working, working on, him working on stats homework and me working on other homework. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's pretty common, you know, like as a, as a third year, you're in pretty hard classes and you just have to get it done. Um, but yeah, I would say I've had some fun, like, <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I don't want to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think that's perfect for the segue. Right, yeah, that's a, that's a pretty. Yeah, it's a good segue. <laughs> Sorry, I can't <laughs> give any fun stories. I, no, it's all right. It's all right. Don't want to get anyone, uh, you know, any heads turning or anything. <laughs> no, there's plenty of like good stories, but it's just a hard question. On all right. So you had you had referenced being a student athlete at the University of Chicago, um, and how difficult it is. How has that affected both? Um, you know, hopefully not negatively, but how do, how do you manage your time being both an athlete, uh, a bunch of hours a day, commitment that, like, on the field, uh, in the weight room, film room, and then in the library, 
doing your work for classes in the mornings? Yeah, I think, um, as you said when you, you came in, I think that at the University of Chicago, people really underestimate how much of a commitment it is to be a student athlete. Um, yeah, I mean, like in season, we're practicing five, six times a week, um, two hours a day usually. So that'll take up, you get here, like practice at 4.30, you get to here at four, get out of here by 7.30 after you shower or something along those lines, seven. And then you gotta go do homework, you know, you gotta go to the library. And on top of that, um, in terms of like working in the summer, we get here a month and a half early. So we get here August 15th. So Mm -hmm. our summer is June 15th to August 15th, so. Shorter. yeah, Yeah, far shorter, so you go straight to work you come straight back here so the rest period that everyone else gets to travel and have fun we don't really have that you know so once you come here as a first year you're kind of you're kind of set down this like linear path where soccer and then off season we still have soccer you know like a lot of people think d3 sports are less of a commitment because it's not year round whereas d1 is is really year round we we still have 15 practices in the spring for um d3 but off-season commitment is still really large you know we, we train two or three times a week and we have weight room days two or three times a week um so i think figuring out a way to what that has contributed to kind of my experience I, I love what has contributed to my experience to be honest you know like obviously the relationships and everything that it's bring bring has brought is great but in addition like learning to really manage your time you know when i don't have practice five days a week six days a week now like in the off season school feels easy because you're so used to having that huge time suck that everything you you just get really used to to kind of going from one thing to the next and you don't have knowing you can't waste time yeah and it's like i think socially you you kind of make more responsible decisions because you have a game a certain day or or you can't like go hang out with your friends because you have practice at 7 a.m um and it's not, I don't think it, like, deflates the social experience by any means. I think I've had a great social experience here, but it's certainly different. And I think that you kind of learn to make those responsible decisions sooner. Because if you don't, you will have a negative impact on your, your academics and just experience overall and be less happy. I, I just, just going off of that, um, I guess, what is what tips would you have, you know, for an incoming freshman coming in? Um, or the guy that's behind you, you know, just from, yeah, yeah, just from, you know, just from your experience of, you know, being a student athlete and some of the things that you've had to, you know, balance. Yeah. I mean, I think one of the tips that I would give, there's a ton of tips that we, (laughs) we kind of, whenever the freshmen get here, we give them the whole rundown on kind of how to help themselves out. How to navigate you. Yeah. Yeah. I think that one of the tips is like to be really efficient with your work. And I've always kind of been someone along those lines but I think a lot of people kind of <laughs> study in like groups or like go and don't really work as hard as they can and I think the same thing applies to practice more so than efficient just everything that you do do it like for a purpose as hard as you can yeah. you know so like if you're at practice be at practice don't be in the library in your head thinking about like the test that you have tomorrow and then yeah. know that once you're done with practice you the next thing that you're going to do is go to the library lock in and, and study hard ready. you're not going to text your friends you're not going to like go to some party you're going to go study and then the next day you can figure out your your other stuff but it's like take one thing at a time handle that thing to the best of your ability and and, move and then on. move on yeah yeah i yeah. um, just one other question to that um i guess what was it that gravitated you of you know with wanting to come to Chicago and then you know wanted to be a part of the Chicago soccer team yeah so obviously 
soccer was a huge part of my life when I was in high school. Um, I drove two hours to practice in Knoxville, two hours back every day. I didn't have any, most people have like academies in their town, so, or academies in their area, yeah. which is like the top level of youth soccer. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I had to drive quite a while to get, so at that point I had put a lot of work in, you know, yeah. like, yeah. Um, and I also love the sport, obviously, and I love competition. Um, so I really wanted to play soccer in college, and I didn't really know where I wanted to play. I um, was looking at a, a number of D1s, a, like a couple D3s, um, and I think what really drew me in at U Chicago was, one, obviously, like, the soccer was at a really high level when I was coming in. You know, they had just won the UAA, they had just gone to the Final Four. So at, in terms of, like, D3 soccer, this is, like, and the, the type of soccer that, like, I think the team focused on playing is a lot better than a lot of other D3 schools in the country, um, and even D1 at that matter. And then I came on my visit, I met the guys, I really loved them. So all that stuff added up. But on the academic side, there were a couple of things that drew me. Obviously, like, this is one of the best universities in the country. Um, and I was really interested in, like, business and economics and really good program for that. But I also grew up in a very, like, homogeneous town, I would say. Not, like, race-wise, but thought-wise. Mm -hmm. um, people generally were, like pretty conservative, very religious. I grew up in Tennessee, like okay, Appalachian okay. Mountains. Um, and I wanted a place to experience new people and new ideologies. And I think University of Chicago is like this really interesting me melting pot of people where you can like be exposed to all these different things and grow yeah, as, brands itself yeah, and grow as an individual. Yeah. So coach, um, after hearing what he had said about you know how he balances his athletics with his his academics and what he would say to his incoming underclassmen and incoming future teammates stuff like that how do you as a coach pave the way for your athletes to be both successful on the field like you talked about earlier and successful in the classroom because that's something that I'm sure you pride yourself on seeing how successful some of our athletes do you know yeah um definitely want like well-rounded people you know guys that um, maximize their potential on the field in the classroom in their community in their relationships with people um, I, and I, ultimately like I, I, I strongly believe that okay academics social athletics like the thing that's gonna start to slip if if people at the University of Chicago don't establish that mentality of like trying to be their best all the time is the athletics like these guys aren't going to be pro soccer players they don't need to play soccer they're already at the university like it's something that they could easily step away from they could deprioritize it um, and so I think for my own self-interest as the <laughs> soccer coach like I need that I need to get them to buy into that idea of um, there there is a real benefit to to the life that you're gonna live if you start to figure out how to try to reach your potential with everything that you're doing do well in all your disciplines. Yeah, just be your best, you know, and if your potential as an athlete is higher than your potential in the classroom, then you may ultimately reach a higher level as an athlete, but ultimately, like, doing your best is, is universal. Do your best. Just do your best. Um, do you, I mean, I guess, just kind of wrapping up, do you all have anything that you, know, you would want to share or, you know, just from... Or just from the season or you know, any words that have burned in your mind for the past <laughs> two months that your coach told uh, you at the beginning of the year <laughs> I guess my question would be like I fantasize about developing some sort of like 
culture at our games. You know? like, <laughs> yeah. We have a good Support. team. Like <laughs> soccer is like kind of this hipster, like cool <laughs> sport that like people are getting behind. Like, so is shame. that possible at the University of Chicago? I'm not talking about having like thousands of people no, at our we're game. Trying. Can we that's, have that's, like a hundred and fifty people that like yeah. come to multiple games and they start to think like, ooh, I kind of like this player or like that type of culture, like. Um, so if I have an initiative going into next season, that's definitely Let's one step of them. Up you know, I think like uh, yeah, got for, a good sure, team for sure, for sure. We got to get some like youth kids to come and watch the games, just to like, just to make it. So when you show up to the game, you're not the first person there. You yeah, know, right. like I think there's something to that. I think um, also it's like, I think it could be an exciting and new thing for students at the University of Chicago. I think we. I mean, I grew up around the University of Tennessee and, like, had season tickets to football games. <laughs> Obviously, that's different than Chicago soccer. Yeah. But I do think there's something about going to a game on a Saturday and being with your friends. Yeah, and yeah, to be yeah. honest, like, at the beginning of our season, the weather's not bad. I get it. When it's, like, 20 degrees outside, it's yeah, raining bad. or hailing or snowing. You don't want to be out there. But it's fun to go. Like, what else do you early do on a Saturday? Like, at, like October, <laughs> late September. Yeah, I grew up in Columbus, Ohio, so... All of Friday night, all day Saturday, and then Sunday morning is devoted to Ohio State football and Ohio yeah. State athletic culture. And I would love the university to buy in a little more. Yeah, you know, maybe um, not to that extent. You know, maybe where it's not everything that you do in a weekend. But I, I think show out to the games. Yeah, they're I think fun. It's a, and fun we're time. good. Like it's yeah. not like we're gonna. Get yeah, I also waxed. get it if we yeah. just get waxed. But like yeah. <laughs> we wax people sometimes, yeah. so it can be a fun game to watch. I hear that. I hear that. Something would change next though. year. Next yeah, next year. year. <laughs> we're gonna do a little. Prom- we're gonna do some yeah. promotions around home? campus. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you should dress up as soccer balls. Or something. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna give out IOUs. Like, what would it take to get you to come to a soccer game? Oh, okay. I will write out an IOU. <laughs> you know, like yeah, just start a dialogue. You know, to campus because everybody lives on campus, right? It's not some commuter school. Like no, yeah, I mean, and if you live off campus, around. it's only yeah. a couple blocks north yeah. of here. It's not fun. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Nobody's too smart to have fun, right? <laughs> yeah. Tell me about it. Yeah, and a lot of my friends, you know, played in high school. Yeah. Um, we both played sports in high school, and, you know, beyond, and it's a culture that we've both been used to. Obviously, it's part of the reason you wanted to become an athlete at, at the University of Chicago, um, because it's just part of our life and culture that. I personally I think also you get a network effect it's like once once 20 people come out it's like 20 more come out they bring yeah. their friends yeah, and it turns fun you know yeah. if there's only 10 people yeah, who buy in nice. then it then it dies out the first time <laughs> yeah 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 anyways um just one real quick last question um Thanksgiving dinner uh you're with your families what's the one story you tell them about this season um before they start asking about classes girlfriend anything like that what do you tell them about your soccer season do you have one off the bat for you uh, probably <laughs> the best scott story this year was at at nyu it was like a huge game oh, Both yeah, teams were three and zero in the league coming into the game scott was locked in he was maybe his best game of the year and in the second overtime you play two overtimes so there's like five minutes left in the second overtime before the game just ends up being a tie he goes up for this ball in the air he has no business challenging for it the other guy was gonna win it all day and drills his head on the kid's shoulder his tooth goes flying out of his mouth so then after the game they play on like it's like gaelic football 
public facility in New York, it's kind of cool, but it's different than all the other UAA schools in that it's not, like, owned by NYU. Um, we're all, like, hands and knees on the field looking for it. <laughs> we did find a tooth. It wasn't Scott's. It was somebody else's tooth. I put it in my mouth. <laughs> and then his grandfather came... It was your grandfather. Yeah. His grandfather came up to me with just this mealy stuff in his hands, and he was telling me he thinks it's part of Scott's jaw. And so I got it from his grandpa, brought it to Scott in the locker room, and then we realized it was just pizza. Yeah, that was good. He didn't miss a game. He also broke a rib this year, and he missed zero games wow. due to injury. Well, it's good for you. Sounds like that's a good place to end this episode uh, on, a, on a funny note. But... Um, that was this episode of Student Section. We will be back next quarter in the winter. And as always, I'm Isaac Kershoka. I'm Matt, Matthew Robinson. I'm Pat Flint. I'm Scott Lick. And we will see you next time.